If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to the Three Red Lights podcast. We had about a month furlough while we were all off on a holiday break, but we're back. This is episode 133, I think. <laughs> I am your host, Eric Rudvig. We have a great cast of characters here today. We have the always handsome Charles Onyet. Oh, well, thanks, you, Eric. Thanks, we- you. <laughs> I can't even talk. I messed up the first thing I said in 2010. It's going to be a good year. Uh, 2010. We have uh, the man of a thousand voices, Dave Clayman. Eric Games, thank. <laughs> that was much more comprehensive. And uh, a rare guest, but he's here to talk about Bayonetta, mm-hmm. the first major release of 2010. Oh my. Mr. Ryan Clements. Hello, everyone. How's it going? Thank you for having me on. You're always welcome Very here. excited. But not always. No. <laughs> no. no. I don't come. I'm preparing, I'm preparing to throw things at you right now. All right, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, no, you're not ready. There's so much stuff that's going to be thrown. You don't, you don't even understand. You don't know what he's going to throw at you. Yeah. <laughs> Is this chocolate pudding? Oh, God! Some tough questions, maybe. Huh? Oh. oh. I'm very excited. Are tough questions on the agenda, Charles? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's... I mean, well, okay, so there a few games came out, not just Bayonetta. Um, Darksiders also came out, and we can mm-hmm. talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And Divinity 2... Uh, Launched this week, right? Yeah. Oh, snap. What's that? Came all the way from Germany for that one. Uh, Belgium, actually. Belgium? Is it made in Belgium? Apparently, what? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Belgium Belgium anyway, that was, that was it. That was my list. That's it? All right. Yeah. So well, no, one? I mean, we have other games that are coming up, obviously, at the end of the month. There's, like, Bioshock 2. That's uh, next month, Which right? is at the start of next month. Mm-hmm. I believe it's the 8th, if I remember correctly. And then, obviously, Mass Effect 2. Mass which Effect 2. We talk about on every podcast. Which I think, yeah, we pretty much constantly <laughs> talk about how excited we are for Mass Effect 2. Oh, no, let's talk about Divinity, please. <laughs> Divinity I'm, 2. I'm down for Whatever. hearing about Divinity 2. Sure, go yeah. ahead, lay it on right, me. How, how divine is it? want to start out with Divinity? Okay, yeah, well, I just go. started playing it, and yeah. it's... Uh, with the full name, just for everyone, it's uh, Divinity 2 colon Ego Draconis. Yes, and that's because... Ego Draconis? <laughs> okay, so your character can turn into a dragon. Yes. Spoilers. Could but... do that in Breath of Fire, by the way. 
Just throwing that out there. I, I know that. Old. It's not really a spoiler. I like Breath though. of Fire. No, it's a it's a it's a it's like an advertising line. It's not a spoiler. Yeah. What, whatever happened with uh, Divinity One? Divine Divinity? Yeah. Uh, that was a while ago for PC. But not 360. Now we just get the sequel. Well, yeah, so this has been made for, and I, I haven't played the PC version yet, I've just been playing the 360 version, and it's uh, not a technically impressive um, game. There's, like, frame rate problems, and the interface is really clunky. And I've, I only watched you play for about 30 seconds, but I noticed there's no friction. Yeah, there was a box that was sort of sliding across the ground for <laughs> a, a little bit too long to still sort of be in the realm of believable. <laughs> just kind of sliding all over the place. As opposed We're, to when Ryan Clements plays Bayonetta when there's lots of friction. There's lots oh, of friction going on in Bayonetta. Snap. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I mean, I'm just starting out. But, it, you know, there's it, it seems decent. I mean, there's, there's a storyline to it. There's, like, voice acting. Um... You can well. I mean, that's there. I mean, as opposed to something like like for instance, it sounds like a, it sounds, it sounds like an imaginary. Uh, it's made of one press zeros. conference we once had. <laughs> it has voice acting. It has graphics. <laughs> it, it has it has the basic elements. You know, I don't know if the story is going to be rumble support particularly interesting. But right now, I'm still going through my training of becoming a, a dragon knight or whatever it is that I am of of. Turning into someone who can alternate between dragon form give and something a, else. Give me a quick uh, analog. Like, is this like sacred a little bit? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Okay. Except it's more story focused. Sacred. So it's, sacred it, two is more of a straight up loot grind. Is it kind of like uh, Sacred two meets Dragon Age, but without the technical proficiency? Um, yes, <laughs> that that might be accurate. It's uh, yeah. Basically, and I, I don't know how open the world is either, but it's like, you know, you start out, you go into a quest hub, there's a town, and, you know, you can go out in the field and do a bunch of side quests, or, you know, continue on with the main story. Pretty standard stuff. Um, one thing that's annoying so far, though, is I can't actually find an option to highlight, like, quest givers on your map, so it, it'll give you a description of what the quest is, but it's like, quest complete, go talk to whoever who gave you the quest, and then it's like... Well, his name's Jim. I know that much, <laughs> but I have no idea I where really he is. I really hope they're like, named Jim. I know, I know the town he's in, but I don't know where he is in that town. So you just sort of have to wander around and be like, Sounds "All right." But his real name was like Jimnith the Ragnarok or something. And he <laughs> carries around an ice sword. I'm looking for someone who can read Chinese characters. <laughs> Yeah, well, that sounds pretty old school. Like yeah, back so. in Morrowind when it made me find somebody according to a constellation. I was like, what? <laughs> right, I don't exactly. even know a real constellation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just I, 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 you know, I, I like it when games are like, hey, here's, here's your guy, and he's standing there so you don't have to waste time being like, okay, I don't remember where I'm supposed to turn in these goblin hearts or something like that. But, you know, we'll see if that's that's a big problem. I'm still, I'm very early on, so, you know, we'll see. Goblin hearts. I, I played a bit of... Uh... Dragon Age over the holiday break. Oh Were yes, you? well that that was one of the things on my agenda. Did, oh, really? did, I also did played we, a bit. Did we play stuff over break? Because I did not. I had oh. an extended break and I actually did not play any video games. I just did a lot of reading. I played a lot, but I was in the Ooh. office. What did you read? Uh, I was reading a bunch of. Well, I read uh, Nausicaa, um, the nice. graphic novel, the manga, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I read uh, some Cormac McCarthy stuff. Very nice. Look at that. Super depressing. It was good. Uh, surprisingly, it was dark and violent, and yeah, yeah don't say a lot of a lot <laughs> of dealing with death and and mortality and the pointlessness of life in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds like a good time. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, you played some Dragon Age. What do you think? I played it on uh, 360. Nah, I'm not. I'm not digging it. I mean, I mean, I guess it's way better on PC from what I hear. That's what I've heard as well. But on 360, like 
the the I'm playing as a mage, which I'm now learning is a mistake on 360 because you only have like six quick cast buttons, and the mage, you know, you have a whole plethora of spells to cast, and you have to go through these like radial menus, and otherwise you're just kind of sitting there waiting for stuff to recharge. It's not very great, and then the story. I'm not digging the story. It's it's basically Lord of the Rings. Hmm. It's exactly Lord of the Rings. It's basically exactly Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> my, my character is named Frodo. <laughs> it, it's go around and, and recruit the different lands to go against the evil that's rising up from another world. It's the same thing, and I don't know. There's nothing interesting about it. Right, and I mean that that could be said about a lot of a lot of yeah. fantasy type role playing ways. games. It's got three ways though. I, d- I went to the uh, wait what I went to the brothel in, in Dragon ways. Age uh-huh. three ways? and that scene sucked. That was awful. Wait, wh- where's the brothel? Because all right, so I'm playing it on PC and uh-huh. the control is a lot better. Yeah, yeah. So I, you- I started playing it on PC and I was like, boring. <laughs> <laughs> and then I played some where the wild things are and I was like, this is pretty it, fun. It also doesn't. <laughs> it also doesn't look Did very good really? on, uh, yeah. on 360. Right. Yeah. It the, doesn't look very good. The, the graphics have been toned down. Yeah. And that, that's why I have a feeling like with Divinity 2, like when I play it on it'll PC, which is probably the you know the primary platform, it'll it'll be much more playable and it'll look prettier. <laughs> yeah, oh. hopefully. <laughs> but, but yeah, so not a lot of Dragon Age love. No, I'm, uh, I'm not on 360 yet. Because I, I don't really have a PC to play it on because I have Macs at home. And I do not want to play on a console because I hear it's just an abomination in comparison to it's, the PC. I don't know if it's an abomination. An, no, it's not an abomination. I mean, I you played a little I mean, bit of both. It sounds like you can't do, whoa, you can't do anything in that game. Ryan like, is flip, flipping a cord whoa. around and in danger of strangling himself at any moment in time. It's not that you can't it's you can do things on the console. It's just yeah, that but not the things you. It was if, designed. If you're to do. an elven it's, mage like I am, and you have, like Eric said, this whole array of spells and buffs and everything, you want quick access to all of them. And you don't have that on the console. You don't have that. Right. It's just a better experience. But I heard that also on the PC version, you can switch more easily to that. Uh, you know, space to, like the you view zoom that's out zoomed further out, with the camera, and you can more more easily micromanage your party. Yeah. That just sounds like it's it would a be bit more, more tactical. Yeah. It's not drastic changes it's just it's just better it's better yeah but i just do not care about i don't i don't have 12 hours to invest in a intro to an rpg anymore like you better (laughs) you better hook me quick in that game i was like oh hour three what is happening i got to like this main this this main town i'm i don't know how long i played but i'm about like level 10 or something and uh there you can go to a brothel in it right and you can pay the prostitutes and go and have like this goofy little sex scene but they don't do they show all any- wear their underwear, by the way, during that sex scene? No, they don't show anything. Isn't that like, what you do? The girl got up on the bed and made some reference about swords and, and invading her dark spawn or something. I don't get, I don't, I don't get that. And then I was like, huh, that was kind of cool. What does that mean? And they're, they're, <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> Except that it, then it just fades to black and like makes some moaning sounds, does the standard stuff. But then I went back and I was like, I wonder what the other uh, prostitute says because I went to one. Same line. Same exact scene. I was like, man, why, why give me ten different prostitutes if it's the same thing every time? Were you a swordsman even? No. Oh, see. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Poorly played So it should have been a staff reference is what you're saying. Yeah. Magic user. Or like oh, a, at least there should have been – they should have had more than one line that they said. you a spell on me. Something, Something about like a magic that. missile perhaps. Gets <laughs> 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 the darkness. I still don't get it. Dark spot. Yeah. Well, all I'm saying is game it sounds fast. like that game is awesome, and I'm going to play it right away. I, I really enjoyed that game. On The one thing that bothered me about it was uh, the fact that you can't queue up that many commands. Uh, 
when when you pause the game. Even on PC version? Yeah, it's, oh, okay. it's only like you can give each character like one command, so you have to keep pausing and keep queuing it up instead of like queuing up like a bunch of commands at the same time so like you can just KOTOR. let it play out. Um, like KOTOR, you could queue up like three commands mm-hmm. or two. Yeah, I wanted more space to give more commands at one time so right. I could just you know sit there and watch it play out instead of having to micromanage so much. Mm-hmm. So you wanted the Final Fantasy XII battle system, which everybody hates in this office. Just throwing that out no, there. No, I, I wanted Bioware's battle systems that they've done already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead the whole, of, I don't know, Dragon Age, the whole thing just feels like a step back. I mean, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely a more traditional style of that specific kind of subgenre of, of RPG. Yeah, but I mean, nerdy, they've but. done stuff that I feel is better in that subgenre. I, I would agree. Yeah, I think their past work in, in that subgenre is is better. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The whole everything about the game feels like us not a giant step backwards, but a step backwards instead of a step forwards. I still I still appreciated what they did though, and I mean I'm looking forward to, to still more. Still better of what, than Demon Souls. How about that? Uh, it, it's 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 still <laughs> my hey. hey. <laughs> it's still my my favorite. Um, my favorite role-playing game of the year, and I yeah, this year yeah, sucked but, for but yeah, let's be fair. Two thousand nine was awful. Was one god awful. <laughs> oh my god! One game that I did enjoy though, and that it's, it's supposed to come out on three hundred and sixty uh, in North America, I believe, is uh, is Risen, which I yeah. thought was really cool on PC. Mm-hmm. And although I can totally see a lot of people hating that game because it's it's not particularly user friendly, though it's much more user friendly than than the stuff that 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 studio, who the, who are the guys that did Gothic, uh, have done in the past. But that was kind of fun. I don't know how many people check that out, and I'm sure people listening to this podcast have not, because it's, yeah. it's a PC game. So I will, I, will shut up. <laughs> I will shut up about that. Um, but yeah, I definitely think yeah, Dragon Age was, was a lot more entertaining to me than, than Demon Souls, which I was so frustrated with. <laughs> yeah. Still haven't played Demon's Souls, so I can't chime in on this well, one. You are missing out, my friend. I know. On top I hear, of that. That's I hear. the best game ever made. Uh-huh. You can sit there and be confused for four hours and then go read a strategy guide and be like oh oh yeah be like oh and then go back to the game and be like no nah, i still don't get it like, <laughs> go back to the strategy guide and be like okay oh I got the it. triangle is uh <laughs> <laughs> then you got to make some phone calls and be like all right so what is what is going on right here and all right they give you an explanation you're taking notes i think i think my sword has plus five in the squiggly line category <laughs> what does that mean and it has negative two in the inverted triangle finally the combat and graphic of Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance <laughs> meshed with the confusion of a JRPG all in one. Woohoo! <laughs> game of the year, game of the year, game of the year, game of the year. Clayton was doing a dance right there for all you listeners. <laughs> yeah, that, there was dancing associated with that, but clearly, yeah, not a lot of. Uh, Praise for there have for there Demon's are Souls some here. people there are some IGN editors here that love demons and Souls. Yeah. also it's got the online functionality of Animal Crossing <laughs> <laughs> bada bing and yeah. you know it's hardcore because it was confirmed as hardcore five or six years ago when the game was first conceived on a different system piece of crap <laughs> <laughs> I love how so whenever we have a Demon Souls discussion Clayman always focuses his wrath for Demon Souls on me like I represent Demon Souls <laughs> played it yet i have no interest in the game right you, now you, yeah you get it yeah i yeah, played the, it for like 15 minutes in an event once that's it 
The online even... the online functionality for that seems sort of weird to me, especially like people are talking about how how innovative it was, and maybe I just wasn't using it properly. But it's like, well, why wouldn't you just go play like an MMO or something? Yeah. It's like you can invite people into your game. It's like, what are you kidding me? Temporarily. <laughs> it's like uh, what? Oh, like how I is just that did innovative? Borderlands for yeah. fifty levels of well, awesome shooting. Like how many other games? <laughs> kind of like Fable Two. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just I don't. <laughs> you know what's good online functionality? Talking to people. I like that. That's sweet when you can talk to them right through your headset you throughout the entire game. Messages. It's like you can leave quests. messages for other pa- players. It's like okay. <laughs> yeah. So in the in best temp- one, the in best one is something interesting up ahead. <laughs> Danger ahead. Yeah. Wow, this yeah. is it, this is so innovative. I still, uh, my favorite was <laughs> something interesting. That better I, be. And I was what. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I playing I, this? I should hope so. But that was interesting <laughs> ahead of you in this game. Uh, I was watching someone play, and they, he got to a message, and it said, go this way with an arrow. So he turned, and it was at a cliff, and he fell off. <laughs> no, I, died. I, I've done that, too. Uh, whoops. But that's why the game's great, because eh, it's not. <laughs> okay, it's well, not j- just, just to put forward, uh, since we're making fun of the game so much, just <laughs> to put forward an alternate perspective here. I mean, I can understand how people really enjoy that game, because it... It really does force you to get familiar with with your character skill set and and what you're capable of because everything is so challenging. See, I don't so, I don't mind and the so challenge. Punishing. I don't like, mind the challenge or the punishment. Like I, that, that's fine. Make a super hardcore game, but you've got to give me some understanding of what's going on to be able to to tackle that difficulty. Mm-hmm. Like the the opening hours of the game is just so confused that. They, and, but they throw you straight into the difficulty. You're just like dying and dying, and you're trying to figure it out, and there's nothing to help you figure it out. Yeah, I guess just most of the problem for me for that game is just a complete lack of explanation yeah. as to what's happening. And I, I don't fall into <laughs> the camp of people who think that the process of learning how the entire world works is entertaining because no. you're just getting killed the whole time that you're trying to figure out what's going on. And it's like, okay, if you could just give me some pointers as to what I'm supposed right. to be doing here, then I can cope with the challenge and, and can deal with that. We all know that the Wii is very popular now and everybody's sad because their super dork, no girls allowed fan club is now collapsing on themselves. <laughs> How did you know about my fan club? Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of slimy girls is no longer in effect. And everybody wants to pretend that hardcore games are going to make a comeback. But it's not like this. It's not through this game. And the sales indicate that, and too bad. The game's not that good. No, uh, To quote The Matrix, not like not this. Like not, this. Like this. <laughs> not like this. Brett Big, I just want to say, you, so you said that you don't mind the challenge and you don't mind the punishment, right? I can, as long I as can you, you give me that. the framework is to the framework. cope with it, All right. which they didn't do in that game. I'm going to come back and let that one bite you when we're talking about Bayonetta. Just throwing that out there. I beat Bayonetta. Yeah, I know. Just using that for the argument that I know will inevitably come up during this podcast. Let's talk about Bayonetta. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. we should probably transition to that Segway. instead of continuing oh, I, I'm to. I'm sorry. I know we don't sing on this podcast. No, we don't. Yeah. Delete you're really podcast. you're going to strangle yourself with that chord. No, I'm fine. Listeners, <laughs> listen, if you hear gargling and choking noises and nobody coming to the rescue, then consider yourself warned. All right. Just saying. No one will come to my rescue. Okay. Either. Anyway, so Bayonetta. <laughs> 9.5. 9.5. Nine <laughs> Huge score. On the 360. Re- insanely high score. Did you Insane. give it a lower score on PS3? Oh, yeah, on 360. Oh, I'm sorry. Because that system has Demon Souls on it. Uh, I... <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. I am that terrible at <laughs> reviewing. No, the PS3 version had major issues. Major issues. Issues like nobody's business. Like it had like a, it was designed for it had issues. Had like a five second load for the pause screen. Correct. When you, you were watching, start, when you were watching a cutscene and you press start, it has to load that pause screen. Loading the pause screen is an interesting 
thing. Okay, so well, it's hardcore. Ryan, Ryan, can you can you set it up a little bit? It's right. Sega's publishing. Platinum Games made the game. Yes. Um, you know, what kind of game is it, and, and right. what does it so mean? So we got we got a, an a, uh, like a kind of hack and slash action game of the Devil May Cry variety, and it's of that variety because we have Hideki Kamiya, uh, who did the created Devil May Cry, also did Beautiful Joe, Okami, and some other famous titles. He's the director, so you already know kind of what you're getting into because he's headlining the game. And you're basically playing as this very interesting female character. She's a witch. She uses evil powers, and she is fighting a whole bunch of angels, which are a little creepy, but they're still angels. And you're trying to figure out exactly why she is in the situation that she's in. They look like and, seagulls. Uh, right? Yeah, I mean, they have some seagull aspects <laughs> to them. <laughs> so so you're, this, you're this girl who... Wears glasses and wears glasses. Li- eats lollipops and eats lo- has lollipops. With she, yeah. she's well, just to set with up for guns you. strapped to her feet. Yes. yes, you're Sarah. You're Sarah Palin, and you do cartwheels while shooting seagulls. That's pretty much <laughs> the game. See, I still don't see the Sarah Palin, but I could see the Tina Fey. She's wearing glasses. Well, well that, you can see, oh, the, you can oh, see the Tina Fey, but you can't see the Sarah. Palin. Uh, yes, correct. Even though I you know, know that, she impersonates I, Sarah yes, Palin very. Very, very well. Very well. I know they're brilliant impressions. The, I just mainly don't want to associate Sarah Palin with Bayonetta because I love Bayonetta. I do not like Sarah Palin very much. See, I'm the opposite. Oh, really? No, not really. Right. There you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and it's just all in all, it's probably my favorite action game of all time. It's incredibly unique. It's fast paced. The gameplay is incredibly satisfying. There's tons to do. There's tons to learn. Uh, it's totally over the top, and I'm all for over the top crazy. You just like are sitting there like with your arms apart, like what just happened, but in an awesome way. And yeah, it was just totally probably going to be one of my favorite games this year, and it just came out start of the year so we'll see if anything can top it don't worry everybody will forget about it yeah by the holidays oh i'm sure and then i'm gonna like come running around with bayonetta posters and just staple them on your forehead it's a shame that that kind of happens though games yeah. released early in the year really get forgetting get, about yeah really get forgetting about yeah. forgetting about forgetting 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 about <laughs> we're forgetting about that like Thanks resident you. evil came out in 2009 but not yeah a lot but of i didn't really care for that resident evil 5 nobody's even really talking about it though yeah, yeah I, well i don't know i didn't really care for it either <laughs> it was just sort of the same thing again i mean except with co-op but yeah. right eh. if you're going to turn it into an action game you got to give me good controls I would, that's yeah. the way i hey, see resident well, evil hey i'm just going to throw that's this out me. there right now guarantee you resident evil 5 had better controls than resident evil archives resident evil that's 0 I'm going to argue with you on that one, sir. Oh, my God. That was like unplayable. <laughs> uh, that How was the not a fun Evil review. ever catch on? You uh, go back and you know. play those games and you're like, oh, oh, I can't move. Because <laughs> it was the first time I was scared. Like, I jumped. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, yeah. The dog jumped through the window. That was it. And then I was hooked. And I was like, I don't care if I can't make my, control- my character <laughs> walk in line. <laughs> so difficult uh, to walk straight. It's oh my scary. god! It lost me a long time ago, though. All right, hold on. I just need to heal myself. All right, take this green herb. I need. Oh, I need that red herb too. Hold on, let me put down my gun. Oh, there's a zombie! Oh no! <laughs> I played uh, the Dreamcast One Code Veronica. Yeah. I was like, that was sweet. And then I played uh, Alone in the Dark on Dreamcast. <laughs> I was like, this game sucks. I was like, this game's terrible. But wait, it's not that different. <laughs> and then after that, I was like, yeah, Resident Evil, you're dead to me. 
that's why people had a really hard time convincing me that four was good. And go that's why time. Bayonetta is good. And yeah, that's why Bayonetta. <laughs> anyway, so, but okay, so Ryan, you, you're clearly a huge fan of the game. You're Bayonetta controls probably, probably the biggest the crap out of Resident Evil yeah, controls. Probably, I'll probably the there. biggest Bayonetta fan in the office right okay. now. Anyway, but Eric, you've also played Bayonetta. And beat, I, I have not played Bayonetta, so I, I don't. I can't. Really... I'm halfway through Bayonetta. I have okay. quite a few Halos. Gotcha. Quite a few Halos. Yeah, yeah, I don't Sonic think... rings. Well, what do you guys think of the game? I mean, nine point five. Like, no, I don't think it's a nine point five. I don't think it's a bad game though. Not gonna, not gonna say it's bad. Mm-hmm. I think your PS3 score was correct. Mm. Okay. So <laughs> I, I'd say, I'd say better than Devil May Cry 4 for sure. Yeah. For sure, yeah. not even close. Uh, I'd say not as good as Ninja Gaiden Black. Mm. Mm. I actually haven't played enough Ninja Gaiden to make like a. Fun, Ninja Gaiden Black. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna OG make Xbox two. I didn't really care for. But. Yeah. I mean, I've played some Ninja Gaiden. It never really clicked with me as much as Bayonetta did, but totally fine. I know a lot of people love Ninja Gaiden, and I'm I'm all for that. But yeah, I can't really make a fair comparison. You've got, I mean, you've really got to get into the specifics of the action genre to uh, explain why Ninja Gaiden is so much better than Bayonetta. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, if you would like to go ahead, I mean, that's fine. Uh, yeah. So they all action games to date have bad cameras so let's just mm-hmm. toss that right off to the side you know bayonetta's camera is not any better than devil may cry's or ninja Gaiden's camera it's i think not it's better the than devil may cry's a little better than devil may cry's in some instances to, and and to be fair the the camera only and it wasn't even frustrating for me but it only bothered me a single time during that game well here's why the camera is not as frustrating for in bayonetta it's because she moves slowly she mm-hmm. doesn't move around the screen a lot. She's a pretty much a stationary wall of attack, right? <laughs> she doesn't jump or dash. Right. It's, it's she about jumps. Dodge. She floats. She floats she, and yeah, she dodges. She's like, she moves like a column of attack. So the camera in that respect is a lot better because mm-hmm. you're not flipping around a lot. Right. So, uh, but I feel like Ninja Gaiden is a lot more very – it's a lot more specific in its AI. Like you have to react to each enemy very specifically. Gotcha. Bayonetta, you do have to react specifically, but not to each enemy specifically. It's pretty much dodge, dodge the attack. attack. Dodge the attack, not dodge this kind of attack in this way. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I mean, <clears throat> really, I actually kind of like the fact that in Bayonetta, you really you need to know one thing, and you need to know when to dodge and you know how, and how to dodge well. And like that's where the skill comes from. As long as you can read an enemy and you can dodge properly, you will, you'll dominate. And I kind of like that mix of simplicity of approach with also the ability for you know you to develop a lot of skill like you can get really good at dodging in that game and to be fair i have not uh played through the entire game on hard or the hardest of hard i beat it uh on normal but you know i i played around on hard a little bit it seemed like it's a really good time with the with you know the amount of challenge it has but haven't gotten to the end yet so don't know how it will play out in the long run yeah, that might be why a lot of people don't like Ninja Gaiden, because to make that association, like, this enemy does this, so I have to do this, and you have to link every enemy with a certain attack, is pretty hardcore, and will piss mm-hmm. a lot of people off immediately, oh, yeah. and they're like, this game sucks, and they won't play it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think it sucks. It's, a, I fair, just, it's yeah. a fair design choice to say, okay, we're going to throw that out the window, Bayonetta, it's about dodging, and using that dodge to, uh, yeah. to kill the enemy. It's a, and it's also, it's about, it's about celebrating how outlandish and crazy and cool this character is and all the ridiculous stuff she can do. That's why I always loved the Devil May Cry approach to combat, because it's, it just celebrates style, almost, basically it celebrates style over substance. It's saying, like, you would never be able to do this in real life, and that's why it's awesome. And then you do it, and it's just, it's so flashy, it's fun, and, and I, li- I like that sort of, I like that stylistic approach especially, and it seems to be pulled into the gameplay well, too. So Yeah, I noticed in, in some videos and stuff, you would be fighting, and then um, a giant, like, 
stiletto heeled shoe would yes. come floating out of, or not floating, could come yeah. slamming out of a portal and she, like kick someone. She uses her hair as a conduit into hell to summon demons, and her like her con- her contractual demon, the demon she's most bound to, is this giant like Madame but see, Butterfly but see, the demon. Thing. I played the game. I don't know any of that crap because you didn't read anything in the game. <laughs> like I'm just I'm just saying, I'm just saying all, like you, all you that, start inform- that all that information is there in the in the like archives and notes that you can collect and like read through and it's great because if you just like, want to stick with the here's action. Here's the first hour of the game, right? You start out, you're falling on some tower, and you're like, okay, and you're fighting something, and some voice is talking about some total nonsense. Then all of a sudden, you're at a funeral, and Joe Pesci's talking to you. Wait, not, is it Joe Pesci? It's a Joe Pesci clone. Clone, basically. Yeah, Joe Pesci clone. He's talking okay. and like, and he's the worst voice of all time. You're like, what's going on? I'm at a funeral. All of a sudden, you're fighting again, and then Joe Pesci's gone, and you're off in some other world fighting. Seagulls like, are flying seagulls everywhere. Are flying. Rings are it flying. It absolutely like makes That's good no sense. I disagree whatsoever. I, I, it makes I played sense. the whole game. It makes sense. I played the entire game, yeah. and I still can tell you. Did I still you read tell any you. of the notes that Why? you were picking up? I shouldn't have to go through and read. No, exactly, exactly. You don't have to. That's the brilliance of it. No, if you want to, if you want to enjoy, if you want, if you want to enjoy the combat, you can without having to worry about reading anything. If you want you know to enjoy the story the, and maybe world, one of those 100 cutscenes that I sat through could have explained something, ever something, mm. because every <laughs> single one of them was total nonsense. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, when you said that the guy is the, in the narration in the beginning is talking yeah. total nonsense, that's BS, man. He's it, that that is the simplest explanation of the backstory possible. I guarantee talking? you. There was an Umbran witch and the blah, blah, blah forces of light fought for eternity. I'm like, dude, mm. this is honestly, you're falling through a thing. I didn't even know I was supposed to fight in that, and I like, my controller's shaking. I'm yeah, like, what's going on? Sounds like you were on? doing it wrong. <laughs> dude, <laughs> My thing, was, is my, you, you, my thing was in the menus. It's like green lollipop. I'm like, what does that do? I can't find what it does. Why did you say it says it right below? Replenishes <laughs> health on the bottom. No, but, oh, but not was I'm playing. I'm like, I don't know what any of my items do, and I didn't figure out item creation until Eric showed me how to do it. Yeah, because like, they never explained. They, any of that they do in the notes, but they, they they need to do a tutorial for that yeah. thing because it's it's an interactive item creation. No, actually, wait, they do do a tutorial of that. No, they don't. Yeah, I remember getting a tutorial on it. No. They don't. They don't do a tutorial on that. They don't even do a tutorial on equipping weapons or any of that stuff. And you get a weapon, you're like, what happened? Where do I go? What am I doing? I bought, yeah, I saved up Halos for so long. I was regrinding levels. I'm like, I'm going to get these new guns. It's going to be awesome. And I bought the guns. I was like, hell yeah. And I was like, this seems exactly the same as my other guns. And I was like, oh, maybe I haven't equipped the guns? Where do you equip guns? And I was like, how late in the game is this that I don't even know where you equip weapons? Because <laughs> they never it's just, tell now, you. Now it, now it just seems like you guys don't know the basics of gaming. <laughs> no, like, they... when, you, when you press a button and it opens up a screen that says weapons, items, like, notes. I mean, like... Yeah, and it has this totally convoluted, pretty... like, equip on hands and feet, but it doesn't tell you what's hands and feet. And, like, dude, yeah, it's it convoluted. Does. It's all there, man. It's, it's not really convoluted. convoluted. Yeah, it is. It it, is. Because it has a picture. It has the set, set A, set B, and there's a picture of a hand and a picture yeah. of a Oh, okay, but if you're gonna have an item equip equip menu, you should probably give me an item to equip at some point before chapter twelve. You do get you, you, that I would like, care about. It's, the, like, yeah. it's not just like yeah. You know, I mean, like in the second level, you get one of the coolest weapons in the game. That's but totally it didn't different. Tell me, it didn't show me how to equip it when I get it. It was just like here's a shotgun. I was like, oh cool. no, no, I'm talking about the sword. I mean, as soon as you get the sword, it shows up in your weapon circle and you can equip it. I don't really in my weapon circle, but it doesn't say equip this weapon. It's just like you pick up a lot of weapons that game and they disappear. Like, well, I mean, it, I mean, like they give convoluted. you when you get a potion in like an RPG, it doesn't say like use this potion. You just assume like I got a potion, I can use it when I want. I mean, in most every RPG I've played, it does tell you what does what. 
Yeah, and so does Bayonetta. I mean, all the all the nested, explanation nested, is there. Nested in the menus. It's not look. It's not so hard that in games like Bayonetta and Demon Souls these days, for a voice to come over and say, "Hello, this is a sword. <laughs> Use your sword to hit stuff." I'm not asking for a lot. Just do that. I don't need it's, to. It's, here's the thing. I don't need to it, do homework in these games. I just exactly. want to play them. Uh, it, it's, here's the thing: is when you have a game ridiculous. like Bayonetta that's so ridiculous and over the top and confusing and so Japanese, right? Mm-hmm. And you give it to somebody who's just a general gamer. They're going to be confused by the story. They're not going to go searching through menus to find out what an Umbran witch is. They're not going to go searching through menus to figure out what a sword is and how to equip it and how to put stuff on their feet and where really? the shotgun goes. Man. I'm serious. No, you That's, guys sound totally ridiculous. I'm serious. People are not going to do that. They're going to say this is confusing. Someone I don't know wouldn't what's going know how on. a sword works. Where a do we sword? Equip it? If I give this game, I know to my, how to use a sword. General, I've never general... used a sword before, but I know that if I saw a sword lying there, you pick it up by the handle well, well, that, and you swing it. You know, that is the complete like self-centered view of the hardcore gamer. Well, it I is. know how to do it, so everybody. Should no, know I'm just how saying that. Yo, Demon Souls is easy. All you do is read the manual for 45 hours, and then you know. I what didn't to do. say that, dude. I didn't say Bayonetta, you had to read the, any the menus manual. Menus are simple because I figured it out. It's nah, like I, the, uh, it, I'm not saying the game's even bad. I'm just saying plop in a tutorial. Like, just, just yeah. put in a tutorial. I mean, they, I'm just, they do yeah, do exactly. tutorials. I'm not saying that game. the game's bad either. I'm just saying in terms of presentation, it's going to totally lose anybody but a hardcore gamer. It's just going to totally lose the cat, the general gamer out there. Totally yeah. lost. All, all, the only thing that I was talking about with the sword is that you made it sound like people don't know what a sword is. No, no, like you the get item, a sword. Uh, the sword no, no, itself. You don't get a sword. You get a golden disc, and then you walk down, and some guy makes some veiled reference about space marines and goes, <laughs> and then you're like, okay, now I'm at this shop, and I have 20,000 <laughs> halos, and I can't buy anything. Thanks for taking me to the shop. And then he's like, here's a sword. And you're like, okay. And you have to go back out to the other world, and you have to sort through your menus and figure out what's, why it has A and B and all this stuff, and how I'm swapping yeah. through weapons. Like honestly, honestly, it doesn't doesn't give it to you in it, any straightforward way. It told, doesn't do it. I'm not saying that I wasn't like, hey, I guess I have to figure this out. And I looked through the menus a little bit and figured it out in about like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I guess a tutorial could have been played. I'm just saying that it is not as big as a deal as it, you guys are making it sound. Here, here, you guys are making it making sound like deal. it was a game-breaking make, No, no, it's thing. not a game-breaker. It's a good game. But this is why I'd say I would not give it a 9.5 because if I'm general gamer out there and I see a game got a 9.5, I'm like, this is amazing. i got to play this game. And then I'm going to walk in, and I'm general gamer. I'm not hardcore gamer. I've never played a game like this before. And I'm just going to be confused, and I'm going to wonder why the heck IGN gave it a 9.5. Because it's just confusing, and it's this crazy story, and there's this fake Joe Pesci, and nothing makes sense. And now you're telling me I'm supposed to go read read these random little manuals that I'm picking up, and I sort through menus. And, like, seriously, dude, people are just going to think you're crazy. That's what they're going to think. No, I, I just think that this is like exactly like my argument that I had with you about Mass Effect and how it was a god-awful interface and equipment menu. And you're like, that's not what the game is about. The no, game no. is about other things. And you were like, you shouldn't focus on that. And, mean, and, and most people wouldn't because it's within this crazy menu thing that you're sorting through looking for something that isn't really there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because most people don't sit there pouring through menus and looking for little you don't have to, All I'm saying is, all is that when you're running along... And you, and you collect a note that's sitting right in front of you, and it says, notes on items. Read, close. I close. You click read. I cl- no, or, I click close. Okay. Well, I don't want to yeah, read Yeah, I'm just notes. saying, if you want to read, if you want to learn, then you read. You know, like, you can either have but a voiceover. I'm playing a bayonetic game with a chick that uses her hair as a weapon and gets naked. Yeah, to but if you want to learn how to play the game, if I people read. If people refuse to read <laughs> instruction manuals, you need to learn somehow, all right? Yes, okay, in-game. Okay. Well, all right, we can... 
in the game, <laughs> not through reading in the game. The I game, could read the, the instruction manual if I want to read. So, you, it, so you're read? basically arguing that you would rather hear a voiceover as opposed to read text. That's I'll, your argument. I'd rather have a tutorial that makes a lick of sense. Yeah, an interactive tutorial at yeah. that. If you can make an over 10-hour action game with incredible graphics and all these items and everything, you can make a freaking tutorial that lasts 10 minutes. Okay, and we can we can move on to <laughs> a game that, that does do that, um, which is Darksiders, which mm-hmm. is an over 10-hour basically – well, I mean, it could be called an action game. Um, because it does have an, an action-style fighting system, um, but it does introduce you to all these concepts um, that it that it employs. Um, but I don't think anyone here has played that. I played the first about 45 minutes of it last night. Oh, okay. And, and I guess the same for me, but not at the beginning. Uh, Hill and I did the live stream of Darksiders where he was playing, and I was sitting there going, what are you doing now? What are you doing now? Uh-huh. So I didn't actually <laughs> get to play, but I did see a long time of it. Okay. Looks like Zelda. I haven't even touched it. Sorry. Yeah. No, and, and it basically is... it. It's more or less Zelda. I mean, it has obviously it has a different combat system. It has it Looks has like more of a, Zelda. An, an action game style combat system. So sort of like a, a toned down uh, God of War uh, or or Devil May Cry. It's not it's not that com- complex. But uh, yeah, I mean the game is basically Zelda. Like you have your character War, one of the the horsemen of the apocalypse, and you know he runs around environments and collects items to solve puzzles, and you get mm-hmm. like. Um, you you get like a hookshot thing that can swing across chasms and pull you to you know wall vines that you climb up and you move blocks and you get a, a boomerang that can tag multiple targets and stuff like that. Dave is very busy drawing something over there. <laughs> he drew, drew a part of my head next to a giant Charles Lanyetta thing. <laughs> oh. Can I see uh, I that? Look, I look like I just did a whole bunch of heroin. <laughs> <laughs> I love his drawings. Man, this does not look like Charles. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. <laughs> How many Triforces do you get? Uh, you don't You don't get uh, Triforces in the game, although you do. There are sections where you have to go around um, uh, collecting. Well, it's towards the end of the game, so I, I probably shouldn't talk about that. Um, anyway, so I thought the game was really good. Um, and I gave it a, a 7.8, um, which apparently a lot of people are very angry about um, because they think that's a terrible score or something. But, uh, but it's scale, not. Our says, scale only goes from 6 to 10, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. I mean, it says good underneath 7.8. You would think so that would be the tip-off point where yeah. 7.8 says good and then, yeah, yeah. But anyway, but yeah, a lot of people are, are angry about it. But yeah, I just felt like the game, you know, it's a lot of fun. Like, it's an mm. entertaining game for sure. And it's entertaining because it uses... A lot of concepts. It borrows a lot. It borrows a lot that has already proven to be entertaining, and that's that's fine. It's just not like it's not very very original. Like it's an original intellectual property, and you know they have a, a story in there that is it's okay. And I mean the characters all are I, they're sexy angels. Uh, there is. I don't know if she's really sexy. She she's looks like a seagull. No, sexy, sexy seagull. <laughs> uh, what's, are... what's with the the killing angels thing? Is that like the? Oh, are we, are we back? I don't know. We... That... No, no. I mean, in Dark Siders too, right? Oh. You're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're oh, not yeah. an you angel. You're you're killing angels. Right. right? Yeah. In in some cases, you're you're sort of well. That's you're trying the to clear your name. The, the, the theme is like the, yeah, the apocalypse was triggered mm-hmm. and the, everyone thinks it's your fault and nobody really knows what's going on. So you're trying to clear your name. <laughs> So what did you do? You caused the apocalypse. <laughs> right. Mobber. Mobber. Yeah, you sort of get framed for it. I mean the the game doesn't really it it doesn't thematically like deal with any of its issues very well, I don't think. It's just more of a revenge story, basically. 
Um, but you're killing angels. Uh, yeah, you're killing I saw angels. Some dumb movie oh, so I mean, the game angels. the game looks gorgeous. Like the the graphics are really pretty, and the animations are incredibly well done, and like that sort I, of thing. I think technically it looks great. I'm not a fan of the art style. I think the main character just looks kind of dumb. <laughs> okay, he is well, a little I he mean, is a little broad shouldered. Yeah, he kind of like I don't know. He looks like he looks he like make... a Warhammer figure. Yeah, like he, he looks like he, like they put put a little Warhammer figure you know, into a game. Comic book I think fans be... are gonna hate your face. I think. <laughs> Why is that a criticism though? Because I just don't like what Warhammer looks like. I, I don't. Th- I think the game looks technically great. It handles really well, uh, and like the combat's decent. Uh, it's not the combat's not as good as Bayonetta. No, it's it's but, not uh, it's not a particularly yeah. deep combat system, and like you'll learn different combos for your sword, and you get like a scythe and a, a gauntlet as main weapons, and then all the tools can also be used in battle. But uh, it, it it still felt kind of like as as I got to the end of the game and I'd basically learned everything, I was like, you know, I mean, there's there's some depth there, but it just didn't strike me as particularly deep or, or noteworthy. It just it it's great to look at because it moves so smoothly. I guess maybe when when you tell me there's a game that's uh, about the apocalypse and you're playing one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse and there's heaven and hell are waging waging war and humans are trapped in the middle of it and all this stuff, you kind of get this like picture of this like crazy bloody nasty thing and you know like war should be this like when you see him you should be like oh man that's a badass right. But he doesn't look that way to me. I don't know. Yeah, he's got a hood and, and a vacant stare, but <laughs> he looks like he an does, action figure. People. He looks more like a, a, yeah. a Saturday morning cartoon version. I, I wish you like they the actually, whole game's kinda colorful, you know. It, it's I, I very wish, colorful. I wish I they went the route of like the God of War route where it's like a lot of gore, a lot of intense stuff. Yeah, so, you know? so God of War is I mean, despite the, the subject Yeah. <laughs> despite the subject <laughs> material for for Darksiders, like the, it's it's handled in a much more a bright cartoony yeah, kind of style exactly. for sure i mean i agree with that and i just i, I think it's very well implemented um and uh and i i really appreciated the look of the graphics although i know some people will complain about uh screen tearing in the 360 version because there's there's quite a bit of it but that that wasn't uh, a big deal for screen tearing oh. yeah i know i i, I, I probably <laughs> shouldn't even mention that zero, zero. zero. yeah well um <clears throat> I didn't think that was a big deal. It was just it was just more that, you know, I was waiting I was waiting for that wow moment. Like when you're when you're going through a game and you're just like, Okay, I can see how all these elements are building and they're well implemented, but you know, I've I've played this before. Um waiting for it to like all culminate in this in this huge experience, which you expect to be like boss fights mm. or and I mean the fi- the final uh puzzle dungeon in that game is pretty cool. That's that's the best part of the game for me. But everything up to that was just, it seemed kind of, I don't know, predictable. And Let and me ask you this, Charles. Portal got over a 9. It, it didn't, though. Oh, it didn't? No, Dan Adams rated Portal at an 8.2, I oh, believe. Oh, we're idiots. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. 8.2? Uh, I believe it was an 8.2. 8. 8. I don't believe that. No, I mean, I would disagree with that score. I think Portal, I mean, that's one no, of my you've favorite. You've ruined my argument. You've ruined my <laughs> Oh, okay. You've ruined it, you ruined it all. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined the argument. Okay, um, forget it. But I mean, yeah. One of, one of the interesting Wait, things. Would you was, give Darksiders? Huh? Would you give? Darksiders? I, I give Darksiders a seven point eight. Oh, the argument's back on. <laughs> oh, okay. We gave Portal an eight point two. <laughs> okay. And Darksiders has a Portal gun plus other stuff. Right. How could it get a lower score? <laughs> See, and this is <laughs> this. It's just it's it's a weirdness within the the community. I think where everyone is surprised when. Different people don't think the same thing. 
And I don't, I don't, I don't really understand. Wait, not everybody thinks the same. I don't way. understand why people, people think, are upset. People thinking different stuff is so surprising, and it's like, why can't everyone give the game the same score? And I mean, I understand that because, you know, everyone wants to spend their money, and everyone wants to spend their money on something that they know for sure is good. And as soon as someone is maybe slightly outside the range of where everyone else is, then you know, there's something wrong, and it's not just well that. It's not just, well, that person just thought something different. Well, that's because everyone who doesn't think exactly the same as me is an idiot. Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's it's weird because, I mean, you look at, like, video game reviews, fact, and a lot of them, everyone tends to fall within, like, the same, like, range of scores. Mm -hmm. Whereas you look at, like, movie and music reviews, oh, and yeah, it's people crazy. are all over the map. And nobody like, gets upset about it. And, it's, and nobody ever brings that upset. up. I mean, and it's like, you know, you look at, like, a, an album review, and somebody says it's like the greatest rock album of the year, and somebody says it's complete and utter garbage and should never be listened to by anyone on the planet. Well, yeah, I was looking at uh, Avatar reviews, and there were some people who were just like, five stars, amazing, and then there were others who were like, nah, this story's old, and I wasn't very impressed, zero. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> right, exactly. Who do but, I believe? Yeah. But I mean, that that makes sense, and then it's like, but, you know, it's like, what are you, what are you coming to this for? It's like... Because we're it's, tethered it, to our past so hardcore. Not, when somebody goes, Avatar, story's old, not impressed, zero. Somebody's not like, but G.I. Joe. Nobody says that. Like, yeah. But they're both movies. Come on. <laughs> How could Avatar be a zero? What is G.I. Joe? A negative zero billion? <laughs> <laughs> and we have to justify every score we give with every game that's ever come out. Right. And I, I mean, it. I, I think a lot of it, I, I mean, people expect, like, I think, ob objective to, and I, uh, game reviews, which is impossible. I mean, right. you, you can't, it's not a... If it's, it was it's possible, not a, we could just write a computer program to review every game for yeah, us. It's not like you're testing, like, frame rates, I, and I, then... I use a computer program. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not like you're testing frame rates, and you're posting, like, the results, and it's like, I was running Crisis at, you know, 1920 by J 1200, Empire, and here's what the frame rate was with, with this yeah. hardware. Okay. Yeah. The, the fun factor is a guaranteed 6.7 out of 8. Right, exactly. I mean, regardless of what outlet you're going to, like, yeah. it's just somebody's opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the best way to find out if you agree or disagree with them is to just play review. the game. And read their other reviews. Or just read other reviews. Like, I, I do that with movies. I, yeah. You know, I like following certain movie critics because generally I will agree with them, you know. Yeah. And then I don't end up wasting my time and money. That's why I love ranting about games because people have such a hard time coming to terms with somebody having a different view than them, that they're like, you're wrong! You're wrong! Like, oh, I'm, I may be a, a jerk, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying what I think. That's how yeah. I, I mean, you, sure, the game's 10 out of 10 for you. Awesome. Lots of fun. I love grinding with no purpose for 200 hours. <laughs> Whatever. That's great. I don't. And I, that's why I love ranting about it, because gamers take it so personally. Yep. They think I'm saying that they're bad, which secretly I am. I, <laughs> Which is why we now hate Ryan Clements. Right. Why? Well, what did I do? I don't, I don't hate you, Ryan. Thank you. But yeah, you like just, a little bit. It's, it's just it's something that that occurs to me when I see like a bunch of people flipping out over over a review. And people I, get I, so attached to it. I don't know if it's because the games are more expensive, so they're like six times more passionate than a movie. I guess. I don't get that passionate about anything, though. I mean, like, I bought a computer for a whole lot of money, and somebody told me it was a piece of crap. I'd be like, well, all right. Sure. <laughs> sure. Too late now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but some people are like that, especially with, like, uh, Macs. Oh, God. You tell, like, a crazy Apple fanboy that a Mac is dumb, and they'll just punch you in the face. <laughs> I, 
I have punched people in the face for that. <laughs> See? For less. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's nothing creepier than, I mean, if you guys been to, like, I can't remember if I told this story, I, I don't remember where I told this story before, but if you walk into, like, the Mac stores, and they have those setups where... I believe they're Apple stores. Are we, or Apple stores, I'm sorry. dating ourselves here? <laughs> yes. Apple stores. If you go to the Macintosh outlet. Yes. You know, you know, the, the, the Macintosh is, classic. is the Apple with the bars of color. <laughs> um, but no, so you go into the whatever, Apple store, and they have the person giving the demo of of whatever model computer. People are crying and speaking showing. in tongues. And they have the seating roll, and yeah, it's like it's like a religious experience. He's touching people's foreheads. And then you sink the iTunes. <laughs> yeah, especially when they're trying and to... your iTunes has been synced! <laughs> and it's like, yeah, and it's, and it's like, well, are you going to mention that when you sync that, you, like, lose all the crap on your phone, and, like, the iTunes is basically the you worst program? You did it went to a better place! <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of tongues. Went to iTunes heaven, where you'll have to buy it again to get it back. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, can I buy an iPod? Okay, thanks. So is that on sale or not? Yes, it's on sale, but at the Apple store, things go on sale for more money and you enjoy it. An Apple fan has touched it. It has increased its value. Would you like to engrave that so you can never sell it back? I bought something on iTunes over break. It was the uh, theme to the Sherlock Holmes, the movie, the song, which is definitely the best part about that movie, the mm. song. Nice. And uh, I was like, oh, I bought it on iTunes. I'll just download it again on my home computer. No, wrong. Can't do it. Don't know why. Can't even mm. find the song in the iTunes You store should anymore. be able to authorize the computer. I did authorize. Now I'm thinking that I have to delete it off the other computer no, to download no, it. No, no, no. You should. Other? If you authorize a computer, I thought you could re-download. I don't think that's cross account. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. You. What you have to do oh, is oh, if, it's, tell me, if it's on your iPod. Yes. There is a way to. You have to find the iPod as a hard drive oh, in your files. C menu. Hidden files. Open the hidden files. That's right. Copy the. I Secret think it's the files. iPod control folder onto your desktop. Yes. Then open that up and then go to like file, like add folder or add file in iTunes and add the files manually oh. back into your <laughs> iTunes. It's so and, user friendly. And you wonder, <laughs> and you wonder why so many people pirate music. Oh God, right. iTunes you know? is so Just... awful. I, I, I don't. I don't think you know. If I like a musician, I'm always going to go out and support them, you know, because that way they might make some more music I could listen to. But, man, or kill themselves. It, they make it, yeah, or, or, do, or do lots of <laughs> heroin with all the money time, I give them. Yeah, yeah it happens every time I like a musician. I'm like, I'll buy a T-shirt, and then they use my T-shirt money to go buy heroin and kill themselves. <laughs> uh, all I'm saying is, is that, for me, that luckily that's not a problem because I just have my computer home, I have all my music on it, and it well, goes on my iPhone. What if you had another computer and you downloaded it and you were like, oh. To bring this, to bring this back to video games, last year at DICE, uh, what's his head from uh, Valve? <laughs> Uh, what's his head? Gabe. Not Gabe even Newell. what's his face. Yeah. What's Gabe his Newell. head? What's He's his definitely like, a head. what's his whole head? He's a head. <laughs> Gabe Newell is a head. He gave a talk about the how... head of Valve. Yeah, he's the head of Valve. What's uh, his head of Valve? There you go. What's his head of Valve? <laughs> he gave he gave a talk about uh, the way to combat piracy is not through cracking down in DRM. It's through providing a better service. You know, if you can provide a better service than the pirates can, then people will pay money for it. The people have... People who are pirating games have no qualms about, you know, tricking out their crazy PC and getting awesome surround sound. They'll spend money, but only if you make it worthwhile to them. You know, if you're going to 
make it difficult for them to buy the game, of course they're going to pirate it. Right. And and games and music are at a low enough price point that it is worth you know, it's 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 better to get the guaranteed mm-hmm. than the effort of trying to steal something. Right. Even for even I'd say for music nowadays for me, I am so lazy that I don't want to go through the trouble of stealing music anymore. When I see something I want, I just want to be like, just type it in me. the search bar. There it is, album. Nah, I just want two tracks. All right, these two tracks. Awesome, I'll listen to them twice and throw them in the trash or whatever. Or then I can't authorize them on my Audible or whatever the hell I have to do on. But I think Valve does a great job at that. Like, why would you ever want to pirate a Valve game? Because you you know you're just cutting yourself off to getting all their awesome updates. And you can't you know? preload it, and you get yeah. it's guaranteed it's out, you have it. That stuff's awesome. Valve does a great job at that. I'd love with, to their, see. with Steam and everything? Yeah, with Steam yeah. and all their updates. And, you know, they, Team Fortress 2 is still gets regular updates. That's awesome. On PC. On PC, yeah. People yeah. need to pay more attention to that, too, because still, the Xbox... Thing drive. I mean, I know this doesn't affect hardly anyone because I move my hard drive from Xbox to Xbox. But if, mm-hmm. if I put my hard drive onto a, an Xbox in the office and I want to play Mad Moxie, you have to be plugged into Xbox Live. Plugged into Xbox Live, which makes sense. It's online. I want to yeah. play with my friends, but it doesn't say that. It says some of your downloadable content is corrupted. Yeah. Now that's not a very good thing to show somebody. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's not a good message. They're like, oh no. Then you just throw the whole thing out. And yeah, Microsoft. Microsoft. <laughs> Microsoft's still learning, learning in that space. I remember there was the uh, Oblivion was one of the first games that had lots of downloadable content, and if you were not hooked up to Xbox Live and you switched it, it would give you that message like saying things were corrupted, and then you could go into the world and there would just be like placeholder vacant textures all over everything, <laughs> and you're like, my game's broken. <laughs> ah! Yeah, that was a disaster. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. to see to see the word corrupted in any game yeah. where you've ground up to level forty two now, and it's like corruption. Borderlands cover reenactment. Yeah, that's why the cover of Borderlands someone killing themselves. Mm. But I yeah, just want to say, Ryan, Sega making a game with rings in it. I would have given the game a ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's got rings and Sega's name. There's a lot. It. There are a ton. By the way, they're going back to being. There's a lot of really funny references to other Sega games because Sega published it. it. Japanese, so. you have to read the manual, though. you got to translate it. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, they're, all, they're all fairly straightforward. Cycle through 16 menus to get to a little <laughs> tutorial about, a about second Sonic. references. Yeah. Just got to put on the director's commentary and watch this. You've got to open up your manual and use the uh, little uh, mm. spin wheel code to find... Remember when they used to have those with how do you, games? Uh, yeah. Bredig, how do you equip a, a, an add-on to your armor in Mass Effect again? Can you explain that to me real quick? Explain that, that, fluent, that you, fluid uh, and very easy process. You push start. Uh-huh. You cycle to armor, uh-huh. and then there's two slots. Okay, two no, no, slots. No, you have to show hidden files. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show, show hidden files. Uh, you don't actually have to explain this. I'm just saying that <laughs> the, Mass, the Mass Effect system is the stupidest thing ever. But but yeah, and I, I wanted I'd to bring up. Play I wanted to bring Souls. up. Oh! <laughs> 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 this podcast is done. <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyway, I, I wanted to bring up Darksiders just just to say that you know if any of the IGN readership is saying this, it's you just want to apologize for your score. No, I'm not apologizing for the score at all. I'm I'm very confident in that score. I just you know that's my score. Charles but, would like to take back his existence. But it's, a 7.8 is not a bad score. Yeah. <laughs> Char- Charles, when I proofread your piece, I changed the score to a 4. I've been meaning to tell you this. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> well, I get all these negative comments. <laughs> but yeah, and I, I mean, the, the, well, the one game that I caught 
probably the most crap for for the review was uh, was Gothic Three, and I gave that a bad score. Like I gave that a four point eight or whatever because that game was just a disaster. And man, people got angry about that. But after years had passed and people looked back at that game, like, oh yeah, that game was a technical disaster. And after just... years had passed and no one remembered that that game existed because it wasn't very good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, where are you now, fanboys? People, yeah, where people are you like now? to score a game in their head before it's even out. Yeah, absolutely. There's also that factor. Also, it's just, you know, it's the, and I I have this problem too sometimes. Like when people really attach to something and they mm-hmm. really like it, that's great. When someone disagrees with that, when they don't like that thing that you like so much, you feel like you have to defend it. I mean, I think we all get into those cases. I spent my entire college career defending the Matrix movies. I, will, I tell everybody this. Even and the it, second it was and a, third one? It was a full-time oh, job. Okay. Wait, so wait, wait, you're, wait, you're wait, younger wait, than wait. me. You're younger than me because in my college career, the Matrix movies were freaking awesome. And nobody <laughs> disliked them. And when they came out, nobody uh, disliked them. I disliked them. For Eric, because he's, he's, you know, his office in his corner talking about science. <laughs> like, science. Oh, right. human couldn't be a battery. And we're like, uh, slow motion, Eric. Bullet time. <laughs> Just dropping yes. that dude. Yeah. Fundamentally flawed. I, 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 yeah, I know the second and third. The nerd community totally... flipped, flipped horrendously on that once yeah. the sequels came out because yeah. they didn't make any sense. But... Yeah, they were not the best movies, but I. I just like I, I, thought they I liked awesome. them in the theater. I was like, "This looks sweet," and people were like, "What happened?" I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There was a bunch of he, one guy fighting another bunch of one other. Everything guy. had green filters on, and there were computers. Yeah, he kicked that guy. <laughs> he he hit a car with a sword. That's what I happened. don't think you guys realize that he pulled a pole out of the ground and used it as a bow staff <laughs> against a hundred dudes. That's awesome. They were all the same dude. <laughs> it was all the same man. <laughs> the CG. Not that good right yeah, now. You know, Today, it doesn't really hold up. Didn't really hold up. Yeah, nah, well. Not so well. Um, but, okay, so, I mean, Dave, you mentioned it, but Mad Moxie is out for Borderlands, which is the second piece of DLC, and people tend to like Borderlands. I like Borderlands. Oh, my God. I, game I, I just the year, st- game of the year. <laughs> I just started Dave playing just that again. The, other, the other night. <laughs> that game is awesome. I should, oh, yeah. fun. Yeah, I should so, mention we haven't actually... Uh, Assigned Game of the Year yet, right? Yeah, and that's no. coming out. That's in a, a joke. While. Yeah, I'm joking about everything. It's I mean, nominated for uh, Game of the Year. It's nominated. Yeah, well, our nominees are up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yep. But Ryan, you just started playing it. And you enjoy the game. Oh yeah, I so I played it on my own for the first like hour just to like kind of get a feel for it and look around and and uh, that was like two nights ago and then last night I played with two other IGN people and it's so uh, much fun co-op, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. I actually see. I'm the type of personality though where I love that western environment and just like kind of hanging out and like looking around so much i don't need the other people to enjoy that i could probably enjoy that game just as much mm-hmm. myself just to bask in that like western gritty like you know with the like the guitar playing and like there's little animals like rah, 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 you know like that's <laughs> awesome and and the clap like, traps oh are awesome oh yeah and the clap traps. i was i was telling dave next year for halloween i wanted to see if i can make a clap trap costume i will <laughs> i will i will and just walk around all day going i'm dancing i'm, I'm dancing. dancing i'm dancing check me out i'm dancing <laughs> <laughs> Then leave parts of yourself in different areas. Uh, yeah. line, line your Lie back. on the back and tell people they have to bring me food or drinks. Oh, <laughs> it's oh sitting God. on the rafters. I love my like, beer is up on the ceiling. His, his typing, the claptrap yeah. typing, is all is what our impressions of typing look like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, Mad Moxie, I would not recommend that you buy it unless you have three friends who have already maxed their level cap and you just want more. Yeah. So, and what it is is it's basically the equivalent of like a, a horde mode or, mm-hmm. or a firefight mode, something like that. But it doesn't scale. So if you play it by yourself, Ooh. it's almost impossible. 
Really? I, I, I could not beat the That's trial awesome. listed as trivial quest. I could not beat by myself. Played it with Dave. We could not beat it. Added Charles, and it took us two tries to beat it. Yeah, we got it. We, we eventually we got, got it. it. We got it eventually. But I mean, my my issue with the with, and I mean, I understand why they wouldn't put experience gain, or I don't even think your weapon proficiencies are bumping up. Like no, what? weapon proficiencies are. Do they? I think so. Okay. Well, um, but I, I mean. I, I'm just not interested in playing that in Borderlands. Like that's yeah. not the experience I want in Borderlands. Yeah. The, the, I'll go you, play Firefight. So yeah, it's, <laughs> like, an, it's an arena. It's exactly like Firefight. They have little things that come up that make things difficult, and it, and they they do have some interesting ideas. Like if you die, you go up into a penalty box, and you can still shoot and help your friends. But uh, when you kill guys, you don't get experience, and they don't drop loot. Right at the end of the. If you beat the round, there's some loot, there's a loot drop. Yeah, which it consists of multiple drop. waves, and yeah. there's a loot drop, which right. seems Every kinda... five waves, you yeah. get a loot but drop. Here's the thing about Borderlands. I think it's great game, but the gunplay itself is not good enough to support pure arena combat aside from experience and loot dropping. Right. Like, you need experience and loot dropping to complete that game. The gunplay itself, especially online, mm-hmm. is not good enough because... I mean, let's be honest, online Borderlands has some it's, very it's, strange things going on. It's got some wacky bugs that happen. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes your characters disappear, sometimes when, you start running on scene. Sometimes you're running sideways. Yep. <laughs> when I actually walked by right at the auspicious moment where someone died on someone else's head, so there's just like a awesome. dead body like on someone's head as okay, they're running that was, around. That was me. Char- I thought I got stuck in a wall, but I got killed on Dave's head somehow. <laughs> so I was just like dead on Fred <laughs> is like trying to jump on like, Dave, stop moving. Stop moving because Charles is just lying on his head. I'm, I'm wearing Charles's a hat and he's dying on top of me. <laughs> and I did die oh, and I went to the penalty box. Yeah, the problem is it gives you a representation of what's happening around you with your teammates, but that's not a one-to-one yeah. as much as like ODST. You know that the gunplay, pure gunplay, awesome enough to support hours of it for no reason. Right. You know, you don't need to rank up. You don't need anything. I do like Borderlands needs the ranking up, and you're not getting that. that You need the leveling up. You need the loot to drop because that makes it so much more interesting when you're fighting. That it just, yeah, it just, it seems like such a stripped down experience. I understand that they put this out for people who have level capped, but it seems like they're one download too soon. I haven't level capped yet, so now I'm. I I played the game through. I played a little bit of playthrough two, and I played the downloadable content, the uh, Island of Doctor Zed Ned. Yeah, and I'm at forty two, so. Admittedly, I you know a lot of people are going to play through playthrough too. But you know what? Maybe cast. I start a new character and I want to do the arena. Right. But you know, see, I and, just want and, and I just want the level. That's yeah. where I think it seems like the decision there to not give you experience for kills uh, in the arena is so that people don't play the entire game in the arena, because I'm assuming you'd get a ridiculous amount of experience if you were being awarded but you know in what? there. Just, just make it so there's only so much you can get, and maybe give one XP per kill once you hit a certain level. You know, that's fine. But I'm not getting any. And and give me some loot, you know? Right. The problem is it's really tough. It's really, really tough. And I'm not getting any better. Like, I die and I die and I die and I keep trying to play it. And my character's not getting any better. So I have no no better chance of beating it the next time. So, so then you're thinking, like, okay, so now what do I do? Go grind in the other game? Or go grind back in the first segment? I, go find some friends who are a similar level to me? That's not why I download more content, to go grind in my old content, you yeah. know? It's kind of, kind of silly. I mean, or... Do what everybody wants. Raise the level cap. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Raise the level cap That's, and add, add more skills. Yeah. Here's yep. what you're doing in RPG with downloadable content. In the good piece of content, raise the level cap. That's what everybody wants. But 
don't I'm give sure me no will. experience. I'm sure they will yeah, eventually, yeah, they, too. They but. absolutely will eventually. It's just at this point, like, I'm not looking to play Mad Moxie. Like, no. that's not... And I mean, it's still... it's it, Like, it has a lot of personality. Like, Mad Moxie, the, the, the sound, character... The the music is awesome. Yeah, the music the is sick. It's that's, like yeah, bumping techno beats yeah. that are really good and, and add to yeah, it. I like, high-five like eight bros when I heard that. <laughs> So many bros. But yeah, it's it's missing so the it's missing the, the <laughs> carrot that made it so good in the first place. The all the whole Borderlands experience. Yeah, it's just it's it's too it's too different from what I'm looking for in Borderlands. And again, that's an opinion, but you know, that's Which pretty much wrong. all I Which can. Which is wrong. Right. Well it can be wrong because you're Charles. Yes. Oh. But it's right at the same time. <laughs> but it, it's it's also the only thing that can be given. Um but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I haven't played that whole thing. But yeah, based on what I played, I don't think I'd really recommend that. I wouldn't either. Recommend it. I'm still playing it for review. I don't know how I'm going to beat it. I'm not going to be able to beat it. I'm just not going to be able to. It's too hard. <laughs> they they really messed up with the with the uh, balancing on that one. People get well, angry and I, when you say you can't beat something, but man, when you jump into this, you're going to be yeah. And it, you, 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 you can play four <laughs> players. I bet you you could just cruise through it. Yeah. But playing by yourself, it's impossible. It's literally impossible because you die and you don't. If you have four people, you can have you know three guys up in the penalty box and one guy running around, just surviving while everyone helps him. You play by yourself, you die, you're done. That's it. I mean, and it bumps you back around. Yeah. These rounds are lengthy, and the first time you get bumped back around, you learn what's happening. You're like, oh, I got bumped back around. Let me climb back up. The second time it happens, you shut the game off. Yeah. <laughs> Although, in that sense, anymore. it does give you a lot of gameplay hours. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, do yeah, have yeah. to play it for a very long time. Also, it adds a bank, which I'm sure some people are looking for. But, a bank? Uh, what? So you can a store bank items. feature. Store oh, okay. Items. Yeah. Oh, aside aside the, from on your personal character, you can store items. In, is that like through the, in, through the whole game? Like, as in you can... You, you could travel to this place through Anytime a quick travel want, yeah. and put stuff in the bank. Gotcha. There. Yeah. Gotcha. It would be nice if they added the bank... I was I don't know why yeah, technically it all still works. I would like the bank to have just been inserted into Firestone or something, yeah. you know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure if it is. I haven't actually looked around for it. Yeah, I, that would be better. <clears throat> something that should have existed in the first place, just <clears throat> throw in a vending machine somewhere that says bank. That would have been nice. Let's do some quick reader mail before this garage band crashes. <laughs> yeah, how, uh, how long is our podcast going now, man? Oh, Your face. We're we're we should be done. <laughs> these, these emails we're are done. Let's talk about Demon Souls again. Uh, I don't want to talk about Demon Souls anymore. No. Although it will be talked about for I quite some time. I'm totally done hearing about Demon. Souls. You should just play it. You should just, just play it. Just play it so you, yeah. So I, can I mean, say maybe something. you'll maybe you'll really like it, but I don't know. I'll okay. give you my copy if you don't have a copy. No, I have a copy. Right, I'll go buy a copy and break it in half and not give it to you. <laughs> well, that's not very nice. Jeez. You sound very smart. <laughs> Sounds like a waste oh, of your money. I'm supporting the Dal- Dallas says your Darksiders review was way too low. <laughs> right, well, that's fine. I mean, yeah. Maybe it was. Uh, I want to read some short ones. So That's we can so get mean. Out of here. Get to lunch. What? Uh, <laughs> What's going on? My with shirt in Clayman's drawing instead of K-pop. It says K-poop. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> such elegant comedy coming out of uh, this executive Sing. editor over here. <laughs> hey yo, get it? Get it? Yeah, because yeah, you add an extra O. Charles, you might be able to answer this one from Lori, Lori Lowe. Okay. Game seizing up. Just bought game for my son. It oh. seizes up at the first shot. Thus, he can't play it. We have a HP Pavilion Elite E9180F Windows 7, and the video card is NVIDIA GeForce GTS 250. Do I need an upgrade for it to run? Could you send it? I cannot send <laughs> an update to for any of that. For what game? That sounds pretty decent. Did it say which game? No. Of course it didn't. Yeah, I Peggle. don't know what game 
that is. It's Pangle keeps. I mean, up. honestly, with that, it would just be the sort of thing where it's like, you know what? Update your drivers and. I don't know update, what that means. Update, uh, patch a, your game. I'm a Mac user. Make I don't sure know what drivers there. Because there's no games on Macs. <laughs> StarCraft 2. Yeah, Woo! Blizzard Blizzard games are, are on Wow, and StarCraft 2. That's all you need to play. Photoshop. StarCraft and Photoshop. Out yet. Breakout. Super Breakout. This is the original StarCraft. Change jumpers. Um, uh, anyway, yeah, that that's pretty much all the advice I can give. Kenneth says, uh, Xbox games for girls? Question mark? No. Hello. I was wondering if you know whether Xbox 360 was going to make more games for girls, especially in the area of fashion and designing clothes. I have a friend who is a girl, and I was browsing the list of Xbox games to find a good one for a friend of mine, and was shocked to see that there was absolutely zero games in this subgenre. Nintendo, Wii, and others <laughs> have more of a selection in this area. Thanks, Kenneth. First of all, fashion and designing clothes. Subgenre. I mean, any game could be played by a girl. She might enjoy Borderlands. Uh, fashion. Oh, fashion. Fashion and design. Oh, then wait for that. But Dazzlers. Yeah, wait no. for the Avatar games. Oh man, those what are coming. Games. They'll they'll come eventually. Oh, I thought you meant the movie. No, no. Like, oh god, no. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah, the, I'm I'm sure that'll that'll be the case. Oh, I know what I played over break. I played uh, one versus one hundred. Oh, nice. The game's fun. A little bit. It was really good. Okay. The game is a, <laughs> you know is a good time. Yeah. Any any quiz game on 360 now that comes out that's not free is just a fail. It is just a fail. I mean, one versus one hundred is a really good, and it's free if you have Xbox Live Gold. I I didn't quite understand what was going on with the ranks or anything. Like as I was answering stuff, like I don't know how you actually get prizes. Like as yeah, you, go you have to. It's weird because it seems like there's a lot of tiers. It, there's there. a random. They randomly select people to be pulled into the one hundred or to be the one, and the random selection you have a better chance if you play a lot and answer a lot of questions. So the people who play the most often are the people who get ranked up and get into the actual game to win real prizes. But in the meantime, you're just playing in some like side game. Yeah, that... you're just playing, okay. and it's cool because you can play with like people in the room against each other and stuff, and you can see like up against all the people where you're ranking at the time. Yeah, and that seemed cool, and I mean, you can see your avatars there. Yeah, and it's technically an MMO, uh, and it's free, free to play MMO. Okay, let's move on. I'm done hearing not, about one versus one hundred. It's good. You should play the quiz shows. You should play I do not like quiz games because they make me feel dumb. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're honest. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, let's talk about JRPGs or something. Uh, Tyler Shabbing says, "Subject: New thing that would be awesome." <laughs> I think it was be awesome if you would somehow make a overhead projector either built into an Xbox or somehow connected to it. Whoa. I honestly thank and pretty sure a lot of people would buy it. What? A first par- <laughs> a first party projector? Done. Wait, you mean as opposed to just getting like a, a projector screen and just plugging your Xbox? An in? Over- Did know. he say overhead projector? Yeah. Like the kind you have in high school where you're taking notes and they like project oh, he, the notes up onto like the screen? Like, like I think the, he means like uh, a digital projector. Yeah. So I don't know. You project your 360 right. on a wall? All right, that's fine because an overhead projector is the term that no, I'm... No, no, not the, the one with the yeah. yellow... Can't you just get like a DLP film sheet? Yeah, right that you put yeah, on you and they're like, time to take some notes. You can just go buy a DLP projector and put it on top of your 360. And calculus... <laughs> what are you talking about? Let talking just, about my high school experience. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler let me just blow or your middle mind. middle school, maybe. Let me just blow your mind a little bit here. What about a projector that plugs into your controller? So you can just 
play in anywhere in the house. You just, wherever you're facing, boom, done. There's that projector that plugs into that phone now, right? Yeah, the Nokia yeah. or something. Make a game on that. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Bleeps and bloops. Andrew, this is a good one. Andrew writes in, subject, best games of 2009. All right. How you gonna have a voting thing for best game in Gears of War not make it once on my of the categories? What? Oh, man, he's right. How are we going to have a voting thing in Gears of War not make it once on my of the categories? <laughs> we didn't even consider that. I'm sending it in, emailing. Gears of War did not come Email out in Email our CEO quickly. That is true. Gears of War 2 did not come out in 2009. Also true. So it would therefore not show up in, <laughs> in the our games, games of 2009. 2009. Although, didn't Dark Corners come out last year? Uh, yeah, there was, a, there was some downloadable content for so Gears of War. That doesn't make it qualify. compilation of other old downloadable content with a, it was, with a it, partially it, new with area. It was the, new maps. It was, and then there was a, a single-player campaign thing that was clearly cut out of the main game because it was so bad that they didn't want it in the main game. And they said it was cut. And then they sold it to you, and it was bad. Yeah, it was not... not the maps were fun if you could good. get a Gears 2 game that worked yeah. online, which is still I not I still, all that easy. I still don't understand how you're going to vote 2009 games without Gears of War. It's true. Um, okay, we have a, we have a correction. Uh, Western writes in about returning guests. You said that the makers of Forza are the first guests to be on TRL more than once, but Donald Mustard earned that title long before. He was on TRL to talk about Undertow, and he came back to talk about Shadow Complex. And the answer is yes, I am that big of a loser. <laughs> Well, so that's, a, that's actually a good correction. Is that is. that's true? Yeah, that's true. Okay. Donald nice. Mustard is the first returning guest, and the guys from Turn Ten are the second nice. returning guest. We got to make the correction made. Third. Correction. Get we were wrong. Write that down. Somebody write that down. Uh, and this will be the last question, um, probably ever, because it's just so good. Trav McNasty <laughs> and the High Five Jam Solution writes oh, in. Holy crap! <laughs> holy crap. <laughs> Is that a band? <laughs> it should be. Well, I'm taking that as my band name. <laughs> the subject is, this is an email to you. Uh, wait, can you say uh, tra- Trav? From Mc- Trav McNasty and the High Five Jam Solution. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best band ever. Oh, my God. That is fantastic. I'm booking I... down at the local pub as Trav McNasty and the High Five Jam Solution. All right. Well, there's still the email. On a scale of one to ten, yeah. how pissed are you that the 360 doesn't have a sweet Steven Seagal game? <laughs> It kind of does with Rogue Warrior. That's almost... I mean, it's, almost, but it's, it's not, not Steven, Steven Seagal, but it's kind of what a Steven Seagal game would be. So 1 to 10, Charles. What? Trav McNasty and the High Five Jam Solution want to know. <laughs> Scale of 1 to 10, how how upset are you? Oh, how upset am I? Yeah. How uh, pissed are you? I'm, I'm sweet Steven Seagal. <laughs> 10. Ten from Dave. Yeah, I'm gonna go ten. Like a like a seven five. Seven five. Yeah. I'm gonna go like a ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That was the only one with a realistic <laughs> answer. Should, uh, they need to make a game on Seagal's uh, TV show, the the cop one, where he's actually going around on. Yeah, Deputy Seagal or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that that show looks awesome. I've watched it. I yeah, watched oh, it's one out? episode. Yeah. I wa- I, is I it better than worse than Jersey Shore? Nothing is better. Than I don't Jersey know Shore. if anything could be better than Jersey Nothing Shore. Nothing could be better or worse than Jersey Shore. So, so we're watching Jersey Shore. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> this is gonna be. A good I want to go get lunch. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> this podcast is over, right? What? This podcast is over, right? Well, we haven't. I haven't stopped. So recording. I can just say anything I want. Yeah, now. just go. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Wait, shouldn't we say goodbye first? So we know, remember how Snooki right. got punched in the head in Jersey Shore? And that was like this whole thing. It was like, oh man, this guy punched Snooki in the head at a bar. Yes. Snooki. Snooki. Yeah, yeah and uh, th- he was a teacher in Queens, and it was like this whole, oh, it was terrible, because this guy just punched this woman in the head. When does the situation enter into this? He was at the bar. He was at the bar feeding the guy drinks who punched Snooki in the head. Yeah. So, Snooki and her friend, Jay Wow. Jay Wow. <laughs> Jay Wow. Went to, I didn't know it was Jay Wow. I thought it was you that. Wow. Wow. I was pronouncing it. You're not supposed to pronounce it. Wow. That's like calling me D-Avid. <laughs> so they went to another bar, and some girl goes, you're fat. And then Wow just punches her in the head, right? Yep. And Multiple Snook- times. And Snooky's there like, yeah, punch her in the head. And then afterwards, she's like, you punched her in the head. That was great. That was awesome. And I just think that that's a very sad commentary. On today's On today's society. society. I'm not going to say why. You can connect the dots yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we've ended on a good note. Thank you you very much. (laughs) Amazing that you guys make fun of Podcasts Beyond, and I just heard about JWoww and Snooki punching people in the head. That sounds like a K-pop group. Come on, Ryan. I'd have to listen to it to make fun of it. Oh. Bayonetta should have got a two. Fights about to break out. Thank you, Trav McNassie and the High Five Jam Solution for making this a podcast that's worth listening to. Yes. And thank you, thank you, Charles. It's never worth it. And Ryan and Dave. You're welcome. If you enjoyed this, go to iTunes and uh, you know you can subscribe to. Go to wonderful iTunes. Wonderful iTunes. Finger tag me on Twitter. I do. I do love. You have to show hidden files to find the three of podcast. So good. You can also iTunes is not so good. It's you can so also good. rate That's us ridiculous. on iTunes. It's so good. Give us rating. It's ridiculous that you think it's ridiculous that iTunes is not so good. I, I, nobody can argue that iTunes is a good program. It's an awful program. It's a fantastic program. It's DRM hell. I don't, I don't see The only I mean, thing that's good about it is the selection. Yeah, I mean, I don't see how, for someone like me, one computer, one portable music device, that's all I need. You don't even like quiz games, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, I mean, how is it a bad program for me? It's, it's, I, I get free, I can get free music every week. I have an awesome selection of movies, TV, uh, music, and I can just download it. It goes straight to my iPhone. I can listen to it on the go. I, I don't see how. Charles I'm... has seen the light. <laughs> yeah, you, you couldn't hear it, but I started speaking in tongues right there. The oxenod. It was I was speaking, <laughs> I was speaking at a at a frequency inaudible to human ears. So, oh god. All right, we're done. All right, we're done. Um, you can come back next week. Maybe you, maybe we won't have gotten fired. Program of all time. <laughs> I'm Stephen Jobs. <laughs> Stephen Seagal. Jobs. <laughs> okay, I need lunch. Uh, Goodbye. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. 
So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.